Yeah. Sometimes that's the key. Uh, you know, if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. And so you have to. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Essential Podcast. Season two is well underway. We are following our new format, family, occupation, recreation, and money. And today we come to recreation. So if you're just joining us, this is part of our proprietary process, the Essential Formula. I know that sounds a little uh, cliche, but uh, that's how all this started. We want to help you focus on what truly matters. And the recreation piece is very important. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and tell you why it matters and what it actually is. So Tommy, why don't we start with, you know, kind of defining, I guess, what is our, what is our view of recreation or how does that look? Yeah, I think it's important to start with the definition, right? I looked this up and I thought it was really good. It says the refreshment of strength and spirits after work. Uh, it's also a hobby or a means of refreshment or diversion. And, you know, I think it's important to put it in context that it's not just an escape, but it's actually a refreshment, uh, rejuvenation, you know, and then some synonyms for the word recreation, frolic, fun, fun and games, play, relaxation. So all these things uh, hopefully kind of provide some perspective into what we mean when we say recreation, because it can be easily trivialized as a non-essential activity, right? It's not productive. It doesn't accomplish anything. But on the contrary, it is essential. Well, and I follow a lot of sort of, um, I guess it would be psychology influencers that are in social media right now. And they talk about burnout quite a bit. And you continue to do something, you can continue to grind the axe, but eventually the wheels are going to fall off. So you do have to have sort of that, that extra time. Now, you mentioned one thing about, you said time to play, and that is a big thing in essentialism. Uh, where we talk about making time to play even for adults, not just children, and adults kind of lose their way. But why don't you, it, it kind of sounds trivial, but why don't you expand a little bit on that thought? Yeah, gladly. And I'll say before we get into it a little deeper that, you know, this is a, a broad category. You know, it could be playing or having fun with friends, coworkers, pets, children, of course, your spouse. And it's just a way to fuel your imagination. It promotes problem solving, just builds your emotional well-being. And we'll get into the benefits a little bit later. But the main thing is we want to protect our time and and schedule it and focus on the ability to giving ourselves the uh, platform or opportunity to play. It's a time to forget about work, forget about commitments, and just be social and do so in an unstructured and creative way. And the main thing is to focus the play on the actual experience and not accomplishing a goal. You know, this is really hard for me. Uh, a few years ago, I had uh, someone that was working with me, and they were constantly wanting to pull away from the office and go play golf. And I just couldn't do it. You know, it was just uh, the times I did, it was just uh, tur turmoil and, you know, kind of torturous inside because I knew there were other things that, that could be done that would be more productive. And so I enjoy what I do and it's easy to just get sucked up into it and, and keep the focus on it. Well, and then it, what happens is it starts to consume you because I've been there before where, you know, you're working till five and then you're working till six and then you're working till seven and then you're working on your week, your weekends. And all of a sudden it just completely consumes your life. And 
you have to take that time back and start saying no more. Yeah. Sometimes that's the key. If you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. And so you have to say no to sometimes good things, say no to work and make space for or be intentional to schedule time to play, time for recreation. So we've really defined sort of the definition of recreation, Tommy, but let's let's dive deeper into the benefits of it. Yeah, there are several. And you mentioned earlier kind of following some of the psychology around burnout and stuff. And so there's a lot out there that you can find on your own. But just have some bullet points here. And the first one, and probably be the most obvious, is it helps you either manage stress or reduce stress. All right, so those are two different things, obviously. Uh, sometimes it may be an, an ongoing situation that's going to continue to bring stress into your life, but allows you to manage that until you – stress isn't always a bad thing. It allows you to move beyond – you know, the project or this period of time, the season, grief, maybe whatever you're dealing with, or it can just help straight up reduce it by taking time to unplug. It's obviously good for your mental health. It's good for your relationships. It's good for a lot of stuff, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Provides a sense of balance and obviously can boost your self-esteem. You know, you're taking care of yourself. You're looking at things that you enjoy and getting to expend your energy on something that you want to do and maybe not something that you're being told to do or that you're required to do uh, just as an adult in life or maybe in a job. It can improve your physical health. Uh, it can boost creativity. And that's why we see it obviously encouraged in children, you know, allows them to, to problem solve and to socialize and to be creative. And it does the same thing in adults, you know, for us. And then lastly, you know, it keeps you feeling young and energetic. No matter where you are on the age spectrum, getting out, playing, having some fun is going to help you feel younger than you actually are and uh, boost your energy. And I think that's crucial to to making it through the days and enjoying life. Well, the interesting tie in there, Tommy, is I was recently reading an article on, uh, I believe it was Habits of Billionaires, and I will never be one nor desire to be one, but I, it kind of caught my eye. But one of the things that it said was um, that they work in sprints. So similar to what you're saying is 30 minutes of hard, dedicated, focused work and, you know, short break in between. So much like taking a breather, if you were out there, you know, training for uh, the 200 meter dash, you would sprint, then you take a break. You'd sprint, you take a break. And the same goes for work. And the benefits are exactly what you've kind of outlined as far as not only long-term breaks, but also short-term, short intermittent breaks in between what you're doing can be beneficial as well. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that you could see the energy boost and it come into play, you know, with getting work done, focus and productivity. And I love this quote by George Bernard Shaw. It says, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Now, I think it's important to distinguish between a couple of things, because a lot of times when we sit down and walk through our process, what we're looking at is what truly matters and why you want to achieve financial independence, right? So the why is family, occupation, recreation. The M, the money, is the how. And this is why financial independence matters. So a lot of times when we're talking about recreation in the context of financial independence or retirement or work-optional lifestyle, you were thinking about vacation or a bucket list, experiences, things we want to accomplish and do, and we want to be able to do those things without running out of money or not properly investing or preparing with our money for the future. And I think that's important. That's definitely a part of recreation. 
We've talked about play, and I think that's something that you can look at and implement in your lives on a weekly, monthly basis, you know, more regularly. And it's actually probably more important because sometimes there can be a lot of details or work around, you know, travel or vacation. So what we submit is, and we talked about this a little bit before, is rather than calling it a bucket list, let's call it a life list. And let's make this list of things. Some of them could be huge, monumental things we want to achieve or experience, and then put the small things on there and then work through life with those things in mind and plan or structure your days, your schedules, your vacation time, your retirement weeks, family experiences, all that around accomplishing things on that life list, checking those things off. Well, and a little bit of uh, off script here, Tommy. So what is the last spontaneous thing that you have done for play? It's a great question, Matt. So we take a lot of little short weekend trips, and then during the summer we take one big one. And those are all scheduled. And truthfully, those are the main times that we get away. And we used to take trips that were very planned. And sometimes we still do. It depends on where we're going. You know, every day, every minute of the day almost seems to be accounted for. Uh, But actually over the Martin Luther King holiday, we took a real short, almost impromptu trip. We kind of had it penciled in but didn't know for sure if we were going to go. And just went over to the beach. Uh, It was cold and actually a little rainy. So it wasn't your typical beach weather, but we, we got there. We didn't have a plan, but we took bikes and we, we biked for uh, several miles every day. And we went to a bowling alley and did a little bowling. We went to an arcade and all those things were just kind of like, let's roll around and see what we can find and get into. So we, uh, we found a, uh, an indoor uh, putt-putt place to go to since it was rainy and then We went over to a melting pot and just had some dessert and just, you know, made it kind of just a fun weekend and a way to not have plans but not be at home wondering what we're going to do. If you're at home near the office, you know, there's always something seeming seems like that you can get into that is not uh, play but productive, you know, productivity focused. So it's nice to get away and be able to be spontaneous when you're not, not around the house. How about you, Matt? Do you find yourself uh, scheduling time or you got some impromptu stuff that you get into? You know, recently uh, we've both been working a lot, so I kind of had the crazy idea a couple Saturdays ago just to uh, go to the casino and, you know, throw a couple pennies around just to get away from the house. And it was actually a great time for that because it wasn't planned didn't have expectations on when to be there, when to leave, and just kind of let it all happen. So it was a it was a nice break from uh, all the work and everything else that's been going on in our lives. It's just nice not to have to really pay attention to the clock or worry about a structure to follow or something to accomplish. And you know that's really where we're coming from here with this. And so kind of pivot here and start to wrap up. Give you a few tips on how you can schedule time to play since we've established that recreation is essential and there are a lot of benefits. And something I use is a process called Buffer Focus Free. So, Tommy, you talk about that all the time when we're trying to schedule this or have other, uh, you know, short meetings. What the heck is it? I've <laughs> been waiting on you today's, to ask. Today's a buffer day. Today's this day. Tell me about it, man. Yeah. So you have to kind of adapt this to your situation. And if you already work optional or retired, you have more freedom here. And now it's more about 
you know, the free days being focused on play and the buffer days and the focus days aren't necessarily going to look like mine. But the buffer day is a day to really prepare for the focus days. So it is strategy. You know, we'll, we'll talk to our investment committee. This is just how it looks in my, in my world. We'll prepare, prepare meeting agendas and review materials or prospective client information. We'll send out our intro kits, all the things that we do in preparation for the uh, meetings that we have with existing or prospective clients. And then the focus days would be days that we actually have those meetings. And as you can imagine, you know, when you're having meeting after meeting after meeting, there's not a lot of time to prepare in between. And then you've got uh, after the meetings, you need another buffer day. Uh, it doesn't have to be the next day, but sometime in the week or the following week where you kind of go back and and um, do the follow-ups, you know, uh, place trades or do paperwork, whatever is required. So that's what the buffer and focus days look like for me. And then the free day is really a day where there's no contact with the office. Uh, if you come in, it's not. It's like you're not here. And that's a day that you should go and do some play, spend some time with the family, have lunch with the kids, take a quick trip, go out to eat, get the dog out in the grass in the yard, you know, throw the tennis ball, whatever that can be for you. And I'll say it doesn't have to be a whole free day. You know, maybe you've got vacation time and you're, you're uh, rationing that out and can't just have a free day, or maybe you make it a weekend, it could be a free period, you know, a couple of hours, an extended lunch break, or get off early on a Friday, or whatever it is. You have to kind of adapt it, but the key is to plan. I said it earlier, I'll say it again, if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will, and so you've got to be intentional, protect the essentials, the ability to play, and this is one easy way to do that. Well, Tommy, in case someone's listening to this on a free day, why don't you uh, wrap it up? Sure. We always want to keep it essential and try to keep it brief so you can get this and get moving. I appreciate everybody tuning in as always. Look forward to talking about money next time. And until then, keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music here. And as always, we appreciate you tuning into the Essential Podcast. Just have a quick disclosure for you here. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. And advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc., 